discover the inherent power of God in you. Whether there are challenges or not, we are still the same. We are constant. God is constant. God does not change. And that is the life that we have received. He says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That is the same life we have also received. We are also the same yesterday, today, and forever. What kind of life? We, we, we are the same because we have the same life with Christ. So when you think about God, think about you. Because everything he is, that is why he told Abraham, he said, I am your, your exceeding great reward. God gave himself as a reward to Abraham. And we are the seed of Abraham. Therefore, we have inherited God himself. Listen to Pastor Oti Boateng as Christ is magnified in you. Father, we give you glory. Thank you for this morning. Thank you for the power of your word. Thank you for your precious Holy Spirit who is here with us. Thank you for insight into your word. Thank you that we are all blessed and uh, elevated through your word in the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you for increase all of us in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You may take your seats in heavenly places. Hallelujah. This morning, I want to share some few things with you, which I believe would be a blessing. I'm sharing concerning the mystery of hard work. The mystery of hard work. And this morning, I'm sharing concerning why you must work. Yeah, why you must work. You must work. Tell anybody you must work. So the major reason why we must work is because God says you should work. That's the major reason. It's a command from God. It's an instruction from the Lord that you must work. And the very first time God is mentioned and comes on the scene in the Bible, we see him working. God was creating, getting things done. He got to the job to make sure things was happening. Hallelujah. So if you are a child of God and you are just existing, without a mind for work, then you have, a, you have a very big problem. You have a very, very big problem. You must have a mind to work. Do you understand? Life is not just about coasting around and having friends and, you know, drinking and all kinds of things. You must work to sustain yourself and to sustain those who are around you. Because as far as God is concerned, if you read in First Timothy chapter 5, verse 8, look at First Timothy 5, 8. First Timothy chapter 5, verse 8. Are you there? Kindly read it to me. One to go. He's worse than what? He says he has denied the faith and is worse than an infidel. But if any provide not for his own, and especially for those of his own house, he has denied the faith. So as far as God is concerned, if you, are, if you can't provide for yourself and for those who are in your household, you are worse than, he says you have denied the faith, you have forsaken the faith. Do you understand? Your faith as a child of God is something you have thrown away. And you are worse, since you are worse than an infidel. An infidel is an unbeliever. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. An infidel is an unbeliever, one who is not born again. He says, even the one who is not born again is better than you. Just because you have decided that you won't work. And you won't work hard to be able to provide for your family. Provide for yourself, first of all. For instance, some of you want to get married. But we, we don't just get married. What do you think? We don't, we don't just get married. You need money to marry. You want to stay on your own. You need money to stay on your own. What, what's the price of a two-bedroom, renting a two-bedroom house right now? 4500 for what? A year. Are you sure? That's too cheap. That is cheap. That's very cheap. If you want to rent a two-bedroom apartment, if you want to rent a two-bedroom apartment, how much a month? 800 CDs a month. 800, it's 800 to 1,000, actually. 800 to 1,000 CDs a month. So let you, let's just use 800 CDs. 
which is like uh, 9,600 a year. And they, don't, they normally don't take a year. So times two. How much is that? 19. So let's cap it at 20,000. You need 20,000 to get an empty, an empty two-bedroom apartment. And you have to paint it. You have to fix some things. You have to put a bed there. You have to put couch there. You have to put TV there. You have to put all those things there so that you can have you and your beloved wife can be in there. What a shock. And if you are getting married, you need an average. How much do you need to plan a wedding with 300 people as guests? 300. 300 is too much, eh? It's too much. About that's the average. 300. About 50,000. Minimum. Like, it's like you are not doing much. You are not doing much. You are just doing some one or two things. You are not doing much. Anywhere between 30,000 and 50,000 will be, will be okay for it. Amazing. Plus the 20,000. So let's say, let's just say you spent, you are going to spend 40,000 on your wedding. That's on the low, like low. When you low, no one shall high. That type of, I mean, slow. 40,000 plus 20,000 for rent, that's what, 60,000. Plus all the things that you are going to buy, maybe another 15,000 or 20,000. That makes it what? 80,000. You know what so? So, 80,000. And you eat every day after that. You pay bills. Yeah, you pay bills for a good, normal household that has microwave, refrigerator, and all of those things, washing machine and all of that, and air condition and all of that. You pay a minimum of 400 Ghana cities for electricity every month. Water bill may be 100 or 200 cities. And other things. What you eat has not come. He says, if you're unable to provide for your house, eh, you are worse than an infidel. You have forgotten the faith. You have denied the faith. There's something wrong with you. So you can't be walking around as a 21-year-old without starting to plan your life. You are just moving around. You are just chilling. There's something wrong with your brain. You don't know. You are just lying down. You want to have sex. Unless you do it the wrong way. But if you want to do it the right way, if you want to do it the God way, you need to prepare yourself adequately for it. If not for anything, at least you should get a single bedroom self-contained nice that you can be there with your wife. Be able to be happy. And now and you will not, you not need less than 5,000 to be able to get something like that for a year. Brother, money is needed on every side. You need money everywhere. So, if you don't start working, if you decide that, oh, let me just relax, let me just lie down, let me just... Brother, your poverty will come. You can't do anything. You can't do much. You can't go anywhere. You can't, your life will not, you'll be useless. And you'll be described as a fool. Yes, that's what will happen. Makes no difference what tag is on you, whether you're a Christian or not. You are still a fool. The Bible says that you are. It says you are worse than an infidel. Because you can't provide for your own house. You can't provide for yourself, and you can't provide for your own home. Hallelujah. So all, don't be in the gear of relaxation. You are just there for nothing. What are you doing? I'm not doing anything. I'm just there. When you wake up in the morning, you are watching a series. You can watch a series from morning till evening. Yeah, because you, you, it's like someone you're expecting someone. Even if you're a student, and your fees are being paid and all of those things, there are some things you should start doing. You should start developing some, some, some. You see, I don't know why students are foolish like that. It's unfortunate. It's like, it's like when you are in school, you feel like you have, you have, you have finished. It's like you're, you, you are on top. Have you seen students before? Yeah. University students, to be precise. They are the foolish, foolishest of them all. If there's anything like that. Because they are walking on campus, they've forgotten their house. They've forgotten where they've come from. And they're just moving around, shaking their bottoms. They will not even cross the road quickly. They just walk through the road. It's like they've forgotten that there's, you can, a car can hit you. It's serious. When they graduate and they finish national service, then they see that. You see that, hey! You're like, you're, you were a very foolish boy or girl when you were in school. Because you didn't, you didn't plan your life in any way. You didn't develop any employable skills. You were just depending on your, your, your course. Which is of no use at all. In the world, in the real world. There's all the course you had. It's foolishness. I tell you. 
There's something wrong. There's something wrong. So you're just moving in the system. Very soon when you finish school, they'll start calling you to come and pound fufu in your house. You'll be surprised. And they'll start telling you, when are you getting married to leave this house? Yeah. When you're not working, then they start talking about marriage. As a lady, when are you marrying? When are you going? When is someone coming for you? Because you're eating too much. You're in the house, you're just eating. When you're cutting bread, it's like you're... You are <laughs> it's like you're, you're making noise as you're cutting the bread. Second Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 6. So decide that you are going to be, you are going to be somebody who is into working. Do you understand? And I'm not talking about just any work. I'm talking about honest work. Honest work. Keep your finger here. Go to Ephesians chapter 4. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 28. Ephesians 4 28. He says, let him that stole steal no more. So if you were stealing before you got born again, now that you are born again, no more stealing. If you were doing sakawa before you got born again, now you are born again, no more sakawa. If you were prostituting before you got born again, now that you are born again, no more prostitution. If you were sleeping with big, big pot-bellied men before you got born again, now you, he says, let him that, you are a thief, you are also a thief. You have stolen someone's husband, don't you understand? Stop saying that, oh, he came for me. And if you eat banco a little, you must eat rice. A little to balance things. He needs vegetables in his life, and I'm the vegetables. The wife is the banco, I'm the vegetables. What do you mean? Let him that stole steal no more. Have you seen it? But rather let him labor, working with his hands, the thing which is good that he may have to give to him that needeth. Let him do that thing which is good. Let's read the, the, the Amplified or BB. I think BB. Which one did you show me the last time? He says, if you used to rob, you must stop robbing and start working in order to earn an honest living. Have you seen it? The key thing is what? Honest living. Honest living. Something that is good for God, good for man, and good for you. Not something that is only good for you. Because it's bringing you money. Is it good for God? Is God happy about what you're doing? Is it good for humanity? Is it hurting people or is it helping people? Then you check whether it is helping you as well. Honest living for yourself. Work with your hands. Work with your hands. Hallelujah. Because if you don't work, you are not permitted to eat. Scripturally speaking. So go back to that place in 2 Thessalonians chapter 3 from verse 6. Now we command you, brethren, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that you withdraw yourselves from every brother that walketh disorderly and not after the tradition which he received of us. He says, anyone who is walking disorderly amongst you and not after the traditions that we left for you, the commands that we gave to you, he says, withdraw yourself from him. Like, dissociate yourself from anybody who is not into working. Anybody who is in the church and has decided that, as for me, I'll not work. As for me, I'll do dishonest things to, to get money. As for me, I, 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 I like relaxing. It's just series I'm going to watch. I'm just going to be there. I'm just going to exist. I'm just going to be moving around. He says, dissociate yourself from such a person. Next verse. Verse 7. For you yourselves know how you ought to follow us. For we behave not ourselves disorderly among you. Who should feed you? Who should feed you? Am I the one who gave that to you? Who should feed you? You are to feed yourself. Who should provide shelter for you? You are to provide shelter for yourself. It is called walking disorderly. You are, dis- you are in disorder. It's not supposed to be like that. It's not supposed to be like that. Someone can help you for some time, but don't make it a permanent something. It's like, it's finished. It's my, I am your responsibility. Who's your responsibility? Who's your responsibility? Oh, come on. Next verse. <laughs> verse 8. It says, Neither did we eat any man's bread for nothing. Hmm? Let's read the Amplified of this. Amplified. We don't have time, so hurry up. No, it says, Nor did we eat anyone's bread without paying for it. Isn't it? So if you are in the house and they are asking contribution, what is your... Bring the contribution and let's eat. <laughs> it says, nor did we eat any man's bread without what? Without paying for it. But with toil and struggle, we worked night and day. 
night and day, so that we might not be a burden or impose on any of you for our support. We will not what be a burden or impose on any of you for our support. We work night and day. How come you sleep in the night and sleep in the day? Well, Paul says we were working night and day so that we will not be chargeable to anybody. Why should it be like that? Why should it be a child of God who is not into working? When you have two hands, you have two legs, you have your bottoms like everybody else. <laughs> verse 9, look at verse 9, King James. It says, not because, we did that not because we have, no, we have no power, but to make ourselves an example unto you to follow us. We were working because he was a preacher. And he was preaching and, and working at the same time in order to make ends meet for himself. So that he will not be chargeable to anybody. He says, we did those, those things. It's not because we don't have power to just be full time, you know, and be in the church and be paid by the church. But I did that so that I can be an example for you to follow. That's what he's saying. Next verse, verse 10. For even when we were with you, this we commanded you. This is the commanded, command we give to you when we were with you. That if any would not work, neither should he eat. NC, NC. No contribution, no chop. If any will not work, this is the command. He says, "Cause it's the command. This is the command we gave you that if any would not work, should not he should not eat. If he would not work, if he doesn't want to work, would not means you can work. You have the capacity to work, but you have decided that you will not work. You have decided that you will not see and become innovative and have ideas to do something. Never say that. Oh, there's no work in the country. Who told you there's no work in the country? Who told you there's no work in the country? Your mouth, your confession has has destroyed your own life." If you decide that you are going to do something, you can get something to do. And you have money coming in. Some people are working, but then they are not active in the work that they are doing. They say they are doing their business, but their business is half-baked business. There's no professionalism to it. You've, you've, not, you've decided not to learn and make the thing become better. You're just there. It's not supposed to be like that. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Next verse. Verse 11. For we hear that some are, we hear that there are some which work among you disorderly. Working not at all, but are busybodies. Working not at all, but are busybodies about nonsense. Every day you're on phone. Checking Instagram. TikTok. Why? What is wrong with you? No, there's a generation that is coming up that will have a very serious crisis. And that is your generation. You will have a very serious problem with time. I was saying the first service people that. I got married when I was 26. At 26, I had enough wisdom because I couldn't contain. You understand? Yeah, I was struggling. I wanted to have sex. And I, 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 I was a preacher. I can't just go and have sex around. I'm a child of Even if I'm not a preacher, I'm a child of God. God does not teach me that. Do you see? So I must marry. So I had enough wisdom to save. Work. First of all, find work. Find work. Move around. Pray, God, give me work. After praying, I started moving around. You don't sit in your room, God, give me work. How should the work come to your room? Are you okay? How should the work come to your room? Pray fast. Talk to the Holy Spirit. Spend some three days fasting and praying about your life and about your work. And then ask God to show you where he wants you to go. When he points you to it, start going. Do you understand? You start moving. I did that. God pointed me towards ministry. And I realized that, listen, I can't do the ministry. I can't take the offering and chop. As soon as the offering comes, then I'll chop. If, if I was chopping the offering, we'll not be sitting where we are sitting and doing all the projects, this project that we are doing here and the other projects that we are doing everywhere else. If that was what I was doing, we'll not be here. If that was what I'd done at the beginning, we'll not be here. And even now, we'll not be here. So I knew that I had to get work. Even though I was working in the church, I had to work physically in other places. So that I can support myself and not be a burden to the church. So I got a job. Don't you remember? I was a school teacher. I used to teach secondary school. Yeah. Between 2008 and 2013, for five years, I was a school teacher. Teaching and pastoring at the same time. Yes. I'm a teacher during the day. I go to school early in the morning at dawn to do classes. Extra classes. So I can collect extra money. And woe unto you if you don't pay my classes for you. You see what I'll do to you. I can seize your shoe. <laughs> yeah. 
early in the morning, I'm in school teaching classes, doing special classes. Just three students. Everybody's paying 300 Ghana cities. Yeah. Special class. Then in the, after, in the afternoon, I have general class for the whole class. General uh, 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 extra class for the whole class. Then between four and five, four and six, I have an other students. Yes, who are not in the school. They are from other places who want to do remedials. I'm their chemistry teacher. When they come, I've teamed up with other teachers and we are pl- we are, I teach chemistry, another person teaches physics, another person teaches biology, another person teaches elective mass. We are together and we are doing it. When the money comes, we share it. You there be there and don't be wild. Be there and not, don't be wild. Because of what I was doing, I had enough, when I was paid, when GAS paid my money, it was, we, we, I didn't, I could, I didn't have to use it for anything. I gave it to church. Remember? We bought a lot of things. It was my money. That I had rented, we rented, paid rent, and all of those things. Bought curtains, bought what mixer, all those things. It was my money. Hallelujah. So if you don't work, eh, you are you are going against the the very command of God, the very command of God. You are expecting God to bless. How are you expecting God to bless you? How should He bless you? How? What type of blessing are you looking for? What type of prayer are you praying? Why? What are you praying about? You are not touching anything. You are not doing anything. You are just there. With all the teaching that you have been taught from school, from nursery, through, even if you finish GSS, you have enough wisdom to do something. You've gone to secondary school. You've gone to university. You've gone to poly. You've gone to whatever. Nursing, whatever. And you are still, you are, you are still at home that you can't, you can't find work. Are you okay? Why did they take you to school? Even illiterates our mothers who are selling in the market and getting 50 pesos on one sale. Do you know, do you know how difficult it is for them? 50 pesos on one, on a sale of one thing. One CD, two CDs. That's the profit they get. They're able to put it together and take you to university. You are a shame to your parents and to the whole world. I tell you. To God and to the whole world. For sitting at home doing nothing. There's something wrong with your brain. And you need to pray about it. You need to pray about it. I tell you. Don't just be there. You see, so now we are getting reports that a bunch of lazy good for nothings are taking advantage of you. Lazy good for nothings are taking advantage of you. People are collecting rubbish for money. You are too big. You've gone to university, so you can't collect. Collect. No, you've gone to university. Collect the rubbish with wisdom. Collect the rubbish with wisdom. Brand it. Do something. Sew the dress with wisdom. Do something. Do something. Have some finesse. Have some finesse to it. Hey, Charlie, don't be. Don't just be around it. Because as far as I'm concerned, I'll not give you money for wedding. I'll not give you money for rent. If you have used me as your calculation, Hallelujah. Verse twelve. This must not be tolerated. We command them to get to work immediately. No excuses. No arguments. And end their own keep. No excuses, no arguments, and their own keep. Says they should get. We command them to get something doing immediately. Get something doing immediately. Don't depend on government work. Oh, I've applied. I've applied. You have applied. They are not calling you. What are you going to do? Will you wait for their calling to come? Ah. Will you wait for the calling to come? They are not calling you. What are you going to do? Find something to do. Not dishonest gate. If you pray, if you listen, some of you, eh, you need to spend time with God. No, I'm not talking about 70 days. It's too long. Why? Why? 70 days? What? Why? What is it that God can say to you? No, it's too long. You need to spend just two days, three days on your own, fasting and praying for God to give you direction as to what he wants you to do. And clear yourself that I know what I'm supposed to do. Come out of it and start working. Do you understand? That's what you need to do. That's what, when we say seed, then your heart, is, your heart just moves. Because it's, it's a burden. It's a burden. What to eat is even a problem. Very soon your parents will take you out of the house. They will reject you, I tell you. Yeah. Get out of the house. Do something. Every day you are watching series. You are just there, you are just browsing. You don't have money, but you have money for data. Go to the next verse. Verse 13. I don't know if you like my message. Let's read King James, please. King James. We can read from verse 12, King James. Now then that as such, we command and exhort by our Lord Jesus Christ that with quietness 
they work and eat their own bread. Next verse. But ye brethren, be not weary in well-doing. Verse 14. And if any man obey not our word by this epistle, if anybody is not obeying what you are saying, note that man. And have no company with him. I mean, this was how serious it was for Paul. He says, if any man does not listen to what we are saying concerning work, note that man. And have no company with him, that he may be ashamed. Like, put him to shame. Let him know that there's something wrong. How can you... So, who, who do you, 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 who do you, I mean, what do you want to do? There are men who are married to wives, and their wives are the ones working. And they are sitting at home. I was being told about one recently. I was, so I was like, ah, what is the meaning of that? He is sitting at home, not doing anything. And the wife is going and coming. They have two children. The wife has to pay for, for school fees and do this and do that and do that. Doesn't make any sense. You are a man. They can't say that when the gun fires, it is on the chest of the man. It told to her, <laughs> Hallelujah. Do something. Tell me about do something. Honest. Honest. Honest gain. Honest gain. Learn a trade and add value to it. You see? Yeah. Go on the internet. Find out what you can learn that is of use for others. Why can't you learn programming? University of YouTube is there. Why can't you learn programming? Learn something. All these things that uh, uh, are around, okay, these, these, these technological things can be learned in two weeks. You can learn something in two weeks. You can learn data analysis in two weeks. There are people who are looking for data analysis, analysts around. Yeah, with this COVID-19 thing, there's so much data that needs to be analyzed. So we can know what's going on. You can be that person. Why not? But because there's a general uh, drive of just taking it easy and just being around. Which right time? There's no Just being around. And small work is a problem for you. Like, because it will destabilize your peace. It will destabilize your comfort. It will destabilize your, your sleep. You have to wake up at 5 a.m. And move and come back at 9 p.m. Because of that, I will not go. Some of you have had jobs that pay 500 Ghana cities. Okay? And then you say, oh, it's not money. But, brother, Unishi, you don't have anything. You don't have it. God has blessed you with 500 Ghana cities. Start moving. And as you start moving, now something is coming in. Start planning for an exit quickly so that you can get something more. And don't say that, oh, there's not much. So I'll be at home. I'm waiting for my, you want a job that pays 5,000. Me, no, I don't have any work experience. How is that going to work? How is that going to work? How are you going to, how are you going to survive? Oh. Don't be a lazy, lazy somebody in the system. Hmm? First Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 11. First Thessalonians 4, 11. You have to work. You must work. That's the title of my message. You must work. You must what? Work. The one who does not work should not eat. The one who does not work has what? Has denied the faith. And is worse than an infidel. He's worse than an unbeliever. Your body is on your body. Do something. Try. 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 Pray. Find out what God... Find out something. Like I said, don't spend... When we see you, oh, what are you doing? Oh, I'm praying about it. You've been praying about it for one year. What type of prayer is that? What type of God are you serving? That answers prayer after two years. What kind of God is that? The God I serve is not like that. He says, and that you study to be quiet and to do your own business. Do your what? So God recommends that you do your own business. It's a, a recommendation from God that you do your own business. Meaning that after all is said and done, doing your own business is a very good thing. And, and that you study to be quiet and to do your own business and to work with your own hands. With your own hands. As we commanded you. They gave commands about it. As we commanded you. You know, I'm so concerned about this. I'm taking 
uh, steps to start a business school, a school for helping people who are into, if you're a foolish boy, we will not admit you into that school. I tell you, we'll do serious screening before we allow people to enter. Oh, yeah. Yes. And then help with uh, getting funds to even help whatever it is you are doing. Do you understand? Uh-huh. I'm, I'm very, because I don't want us to raise a church that is full of lazy bones. People who are just moving around. Hey, what's up? What's up? They are moving from house to house eating people's food. They are not marrying. So fornication is rife in the church. Because you have, you have 27 year olds, 28 year olds moving in the system. And you are looking, every girl who walks into the church, you look at the girl like that. I don't want that. Oh, 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 am I a bad person? I don't want that. Yeah. Very soon the church will be, it will be known as something else. And it's not a church anymore. It's a place for fornication because everybody's doing whatever they want to do because they are not married. They can't marry. There's no money to marry. There's no money to marry. The girls will also allow. They will also allow because they, when the guys sleep, you give you something small, at least one or, one or two. You can get, when you go and spend the night in the morning, you get breakfast. And they have to, you get bed and breakfast. And that you started to be quiet and to do your own business and to work with your own hands as we commanded you, verse 12, that you may walk honest toward them that are without and that you may lack, you may have lack of nothing. Let's read. Is it amplified? Let's read amplified. So that you may bear yourselves becomingly and be correct and honorable and command the respect of the outside world. Command the respect of the outside world. People look at the church, they're like, the church is full of lazy people. Church is for lazy people who don't like work and all of that. Can you imagine? Have you, have you heard some people? Yeah. When you say you're going to church, you don't want to do anything. That's why you're going to church. You should stay at home and work. They are not lying. They are telling the truth. Because most people in the church are poor people. People who are lazy. Instead of working, they want to pray. Their prayer, listen, prayer is work. It's a lot of work. But it is primarily for the preacher. Do you understand? When I am praying, I mean, I'll get money when I pray. For a long time. If I do six hour prayer, which I do frequently on a regular basis, if I do that, it is my work because I am, I am the pastor. I'm a full time minister. What am I using my time for? In the morning when I wake up, what am I doing? I should be praying. I should be studying. That is my job. When I pray and study, I'll have enough to come and tell you. And I'll be able to do the projects that God has given to me to do. Because you give offering. You give your seed and all of that. That is my job. Leave it for me. On a certain level. I'm not saying don't pray. No, understand what I'm saying. No, understand what I'm saying. Sometimes we come out. How many times we tell you that let's do a prayer chain. Or we are praying for six hours. How many times since we joined this church? How many times? I can count it on one finger. On one hand like this. It's not much. Do you understand? Yeah, so you can't say that, oh, I'm praying. What are you doing? Praying how? And how would that prayer do anything for you? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Leave prayer for those who are supposed to pray. And you go and work. Pray at the right time. Because your prayer will not pay your rent. I tell you, prayer will not pay your rent. You're surprised I'm saying it. Let me say it again. Your prayer... You need money to pay rent. You don't need prayer to pay rent. God is not interested in you praying to pay rent. I don't know what you're, I don't know, I don't understand. You can pray for your work to go for it. You should spend time praying for your work to go for it. But your work is what to pay for your rent. So don't joke with your work. And like put the things in your mind properly. That's a, arrange the things properly. You have it to France. Do you know food to France? You have it mixed, it's too mixed in your mind. Know the place of prayer. And know the place of work. Know the place of the word. And know the place of work. Okay? Prayer will not pay for your children's school fees. You need to work for your children's school fees to come. You pray for your work to go forward. For what you are doing to flourish and prosper. After you have prayed, you sit down. If you have to do marketing, you move around and do the marketing. Work is it's, it's called hard work. It takes something out of you. It takes your energy. It takes sweat. 
It's not a joke. Pressure. Takes pressure. Calls. Making calls. Being insulted. Being degraded. Yes. Yeah. You should see people being insulted for things at work. I left the bank because the insult was too much. They insulted my grandmother, you know, my great grandmother. I was like, hey, if it was more money that you want me to look for you, you are insulting like that. I'm leaving. And I left. I couldn't bear it. Yeah. You, you can't, when you go to it, you, you get unemployment and they insult you one. What kind of place is this? I'm a child of God. I don't deserve it. So be there. Instead of bearing with it for that for a time and becoming what they want you to become, becoming excellent. You say that I'm a child of God. I don't deserve to be insulted. God will insult you from heaven. You'll be, you'll be surprised. That fool. Hallelujah. Don't be a lazy man. Okay? The Bible talks about lazy men and lazy women in, 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 in the Bible. The Bible talks about it a lot. And he admonishes his children to move far away from that. Proverbs chapter 24, verse 30. Proverbs 24, 30. Charlie, you need money. You need money. You need money for various things. Oh, yeah, you need money for various things. Honest money. Honest money. Don't go and get a sugar daddy and, and you are just having sex for money. That is not work. That is not work. That is not work. How long can you, how far can you sustain that? How far are you thinking about? You can't sustain that. And money gained that way always goes very quickly. Because you know that next week you can sleep around, you can sleep, you have two appointments. Uh-huh. You have two appointments. So when the money, when this, if this week you get thousand cities, you just blow it. Because you know that next week you can get it again. But if you work one month, 30 days, and you get 2,000, you will see that even when you are giving tight, it's like, hey, this tight. <laughs> yeah. You will not just give your tight, you give your tight well. You give it with, with faith. I don't know why you're not working. Ah, what is wrong with you? I don't understand. I honestly don't understand. It's a command from God. Though. It says, if you don't work, you should not work. You should know it. You should know, you should know it. Hallelujah. He says, one day I walked by the field of an old lazy bones. Lazy bones. The King James calls a slothful. Slothful person. Someone who is, who is lazy. Do you know what a slothful person is? A slothful person is someone who is idle. Who is lazy. Someone who is just taking it easy in life. What is your contribution to this world? Are you living the world the way you came to meet it? Or you are adding value to it? What are you doing for your children's children? The Bible says that the righteous man leaves inheritance for his children's children. His children's children. Like he makes inheritance for not only his children, but his grandchildren. Yeah. Before Ken Hagen died, he had built... Every one of his grandchildren a house. Yes, all of his grandchildren had houses. Are you in, in, in the class of those who are like, oh, if I get a small place, I'll be fine, I'll be content. What are you talking about? Is that what God has said you should do? He says, have so that you can give. Don't you remember what you read in Ephesians chapter 4? Do you remember? He says, let the one who stole steal no more, isn't it? But let him work with his own hands, laboring so that he might bless. The one who stole is expected to bless those who don't have. Can you imagine? He says, the one who stole should steal no more. He should work so that he can have to be a blessing. Eh? That he may have to give to him that needeth. He began from stealing. Now he's born again. He says, work so that you can have and give. Be a blessing to those who are around you. Don't be a lazy person. Lazy man. Lazy woman. Always sleeping. Always lying down. Always sleeping. Always lying down. A good man, go back, go back to that place. This one, this is what I was mentioning, Proverbs 13, 22. It says, a good man leaveth an inheritance to his children's children, and the wealth of the sinner is laid up for the just. A good man leaveth an inheritance for what? To his children's children. Are you a good man? Are you a just man? He's talking about a just man, a righteous man. Are you the righteous of God in Christ? He says, then it is on you to leave inheritance for your children's children. Don't be someone who dies and just, a funeral is just done after that, no reading of will. Because there's nothing to read. They couldn't, they couldn't afford what you, <laughs> there's nothing to read. Many people have died like that. Christians, when you finish your funeral, there's nothing to read. There's nothing to give to their children. 
He says, I went by the field of the slothful or the lazy man, idle man, and by the vineyard of the man void of understanding. An idle man is a man who is void of understanding. He's not thinking. You're just there. Next verse. And lo, it was all grown over with thorns, and nettles had covered the face thereof, or testos, thorns and testos. And the stone wall thereof was broken down. This is the guy who inherited something but couldn't maintain it. Then I saw and considered it well. I looked upon it and received instruction. Yet a little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to sleep. So shall thy poverty come as one that traveleth, and thy want as an armed man. Have you seen it? Let's read the message. The message is nice. One day I walked by the foot of, a, of an old lazy bones and then passed the vineyard of a lout. They were overgrown with weeds, thick with thistles, all the fences broken down. I took a long look and pondered what I saw. The fields preached me a sermon and I listened. He allowed that man's life to teach him a lesson. Have you seen people who cannot change their sitting room chairs? Their sitting room chairs have been there for 30 years. The foam, brother, it's not a joke. Oh. Poverty will teach you a lesson. Oh. Next verse. Go back, go back. Go to verse 32. I took a long look and pondered what I saw. And the, the fields preached me as someone. And I listened. Next verse. A nap here. That's a problem. Oh, let's take a nap. Let me just, let me just sleep for some time. Oh, I'm not doing anything today. Let me sleep. You are, there's no work. You two are, you are not preparing yourself for anything. Do you get it? If there's no work, be preparing yourself for something. What are you preparing yourself for? Gone are the days when people would read books that will better them. Because of internet. And internet has every good thing you can think about on. But we just watch porn. It's only porn. That boy, boy's life. Yeah. And twerking. Only twerking, porn, twerking, TikTok, people doing foolish things. That's all. No value. You don't add any value to yourself in any way. In any form. There's a problem. Before you realize you're 40. And you have three children or two children out of wedlock. You've had the child of this one. You have the child of this one. And you can't take care of the children. And your children will grow up to insult you. Start thinking. Wake up. Time is going. Time is going. You weren't taken to school for nothing. Everybody has gone to school to a certain level. You are not educated for nothing. Be innovative. Steve Jobs says, Steve Jobs said, if there's no innovation, then there's no life. If you don't innovate, nothing will happen. You understand? Yeah. It's the old things that are repackaged. The old things that are repackaged. Do something. Like, don't just be there. Two years, three years, four years, five years. Nothing. You're just there. Why? You're just there. There's a problem. There's a problem. You should be doing something. You should be doing something that will bring you something. And up here, and up there. A day off here, a day off there. Sit back. Take it easy. Do you know what comes next? Do you want to know what comes next? Next verse. Just this. You can look forward to a dead poor life. A dead, this is poor, poor uh, the dirty poverty. There's poverty with swag. <laughs> And there's poverty that you can't do anything about. It's like, ah, this one day. Charlie, money is important. And you work for it. He that does not work must not eat. Look at the next verse. That's it. A dead poor life. A dead poor life. There's another one that says that uh, poverty will be your permanent house guest. Your permanent, that's, pro- let me look for you. That's in Proverbs chapter 6. Um, let's read from verse 10 into verse 11. You know, Proverbs chapter 6 talks about the ant. He says, go and go and learn from the ant, you slothful, sluggard, lazy man. Let's read from verse 6. You lazy fool. Look at an ant. Watch it closely. Let it teach you a thing or two. He says, you lazy fool. This is God talking. Or oh, you don't think Proverbs is, is from God? <laughs> Do you think it's from God? Yeah. He says that, you lazy fool. Go to the ant and let it teach you a thing or two. Next verse. Nobody has to tell it what to do. Nobody tells the ant what to do. Have you seen an ant before? They are, if you like, leave your bread there. You see that they are workers. They will come and carry all your bread away. Yeah. They are working. Storing for the time of famine. Hmm? Storing for the time of famine. In other words, ants are those who are able to 
invest for the future. Yeah, they do things today. Because there's a time coming when you can't do some things for yourself. Don't grow up and not be able to buy toilet roll. There are people who cannot buy toilet roll. Old people who cannot buy toilet roll. They depend on their children to buy toilet roll for them. They can't buy soap. Soap. Yeah. There's a time coming when you'll be shaking. Everybody looks fresh now. But very soon, you see that your face is changing. Wrinkles are coming. Things are happening. You can't move like you were moving before. Yeah. That is when you know that you were, you were actually very old when you thought you were young. You think you are young. You think you are young. You were a joke. You think you are young. Hmm? You think you are young? You are too old. Because as far as this world is concerned, there are people who are 17 and are, are wealthy. Not because of their wealth of their fathers, but because of their work. Their innovation, their brain, using their, they've decided that. We will forego these foolish things. Friends, your friends are not correct. They've not helped you in any way. Yet you want to still keep them. What is wrong with you? What is wrong with you? Yesterday, one guy, one guy we met on the mountains. We went to a Kropon yesterday. I went to with Paseli. And he made a statement. He said that you make your family, the family you make is more important than the family. The family you choose, you choose to choose, is better than the family you were born in. Do you understand? Because you don't choose your fam- the family you are born into. And normally, sometimes, most of the time, the family you are born into is not correct. Have you noticed? But the family you choose, you can choose a family. That's your friend. You can choose this one, choose this one, choose this one. That is more, that is more important than the family you are born into. Choose your friends wisely. Choose people who help you. People who challenge your mind. People who challenge you to do something. Your friends are not mine. And you don't care about it. They are all 35. Guys, 35 year olds, they are all not married. Yeah, the company you keep, it will show you what kind of life you live. Show me your friends now, show you your character. All summer, it stores up food. At harvest, it stockpiles provision. Next verse. How long are you going to laze around doing nothing? How long before you get out of bed? 10, 11, you are sleeping. Oh, to be honest with you, it's serious though. It's very serious. You're just there. You're just there. Time is going. You are 22, 23, 24, 25. Before you realize you are 35. I don't know if you remember 10 years ago. 10 years ago was South Africa 2010. The Football World Cup. SA 2010. Were you alive? You remember the Cup? Vuvuzela. It's been 10 years. It's exactly 10 years because they played the World Cup around this time. Yeah, it's been exactly 10 years and you were alive. See how fast it has been? The next 10 years will be faster. I tell you, it's always faster. Before you realize you are 50. Then you start becoming ashamed because your mates who were wise will start showing up. They will start, you see that they've done things and you have not done much. You see them doing something, so this guy was my mate too. I know him. Get out of bed. Tell me, but get out of bed. Verse 10. A nap here, a nap there. A day off here, a day off there. You are always enjoying holidays. Every holiday. They always say holiday. We are just, it's a holiday. It's a holiday. Yeah, what? No lockdown. Uh Uh-huh, lockdown. I don't want to talk about that one. Take it easy. Do you, do you know what comes next? Next verse. Just this. You can look forward to a dead poor life. Poverty, your permanent house guests. Your permanent house guests. So brothers and sisters, this is something small. I have so many, I have 20 more scriptures to quote to you. But because of time, we can't go for it. But I hope you've learned something. To decide. Be wild. Start reading. Start finding things out. What can I do? What can I do? What can I do? To get some money. So I can, I can do the things I'm supposed to do. We don't just marry with, with the skies. Even lock COVID-19 type of wedding. Eh? It's not a joke. I'm sure how much did you spend? Minimum. Just give me just give me a minimum quote.
40,000. That's lockdown type of. Yeah. Lockdown. You are surprised. So, it's two things faith and hardware. You need faith. Faith and works. Then you balance yourself out. Yeah. It's not just faith, it's faith and works. You start from somewhere, God will bring the rest. But then you must, you must have a call. Even if you, you marry, people help you and you marry. When you marry, who are you going to ask for money for, 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 for food? You, you can't call somebody and say, you get shit off for that. I don't get shit off for that. What are you talking about? Hallelujah. Rise up on your feet. Let's thank God for what you are sharing with us. Thank God. In the next one minute, thank God. Thank God. Say something to the Lord. Thank God, thank God, thank God, thank God, thank God. Father, we give you glory. Thank God for the wisdom He has imparted to you. Thank God for the wisdom He has. Thank God He's awakening you to these facts. Thank God that it is not too late for you that you can do something with your life. Thank God for prompting you at this at this time at this stage in your life. Thank Him. Thank God. Just thirty seconds more. Just thank God. Thank God for keeping you, for blessing you, in the name of the Lord Jesus. Father, thank you for the wisdom you have imparted to us. Thank you that these words are working in our lives. We are workers, both in your house and outside of your house. Even in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you for listening. We pray that the word of God will be rooted and grounded in your heart as you give attention to the word. Kindly follow Pastor T and Love Economy Church on all social networks for more of God's Word. Don't forget to subscribe to the Pastoti Podcast. Simply search for Pastoti on any podcast app, plug in, and enjoy God's Word. Visit our website at loveeconomychurch.org for more information. God bless you.